Well, you know the saying, when you kill off one Duck-themed TV show, you gotta bring back two more. So, DuckTales ended March 15th after three seasons and a 70-minute special. On today's episode, we're going to be looking at Mighty Ducks Game Changers. And they're also bringing back Darkwing Duck with Seth Rogen producing. So, I don't know what's up with Disney. I know that they don't usually let shows pass three seasons. In terms of TV shows, like on Disney Plus or just on Disney Channel? I don't know. I read it somewhere. Like, they don't let shows pass three seasons. Like, the original DuckTales, the original Darkwing Duck, they didn't pass three seasons. Just, I mean, I feel like Disney is like, maybe it's a rights issue? So are you saying that this is probably only going to last three seasons? Mighty Ducks Game Changers? Well, that's a question for you. How good was it? Uh, not that good. But, it wasn't that good? But it wasn't It wasn't towards my target audience. Huh. So, I mean, well, I before think... we get into the plot, let's just highlight what's good going in. We got Emilio Estevez coming out of retirement to reprise his role as Gordon Bombay. I didn't even know he retired from acting. He retired from... <laughs> he retired from acting before you were born. Oh, well, yeah, that's probably the reason. Okay, and then the show was developed by the same writer of the original trilogy, Stephen Brill. So that's always good to get the same guy. Yeah. Uh, it means that your source material is going to be pretty on tap with yeah. what to expect. And then uh, you have an experienced star like Lauren Graham from Gilmore Girls and Parenthood playing Alex's mom. Sorry, Kate, Kate what's his name's mom? Uh, Evans. Evans' mom, Okay. Uh, and then due to COVID, Dylan Playfair from Letter Kenny was able to play uh, or turn his originally planned guest appearance into a recurring role as Coach T. And I believe he's playing a mean character, but at the same time, pretty funny. He was probably the best one. Yeah, he had a couple good lines in there. Yeah, he's actually a pretty experienced hockey player already. And then they show that in Letter Kenny. And so this is right on. He's had coaches, I guess, or known about coaches that kind of their careers fizzle up pretty early. And so they think that their get-in to the yeah, right. industry would be to coach Little League, um, basically. And so has he been doing it his whole life? I'm not sure, but he was on an interview with the Quack Attack, which is the podcast that we brought up a few times, I think. Um, once during the Keenan episode, because we talked about the Mighty Ducks back then. Right. Uh, yeah. The one that ran for like 200 episodes has been focused on the Mighty Ducks. They must be thrilled that the show is coming back. <laughs> because they get more airtime. No, the the Mighty Ducks. They the weird thing, The weird thing about this is that they're actually kind of the villains in this interpretation. The Mighty Ducks are the villains. Yeah. So we're getting it from the villains' point of view. No, it's more like Evan's mom and him have to form a team because Evan was cut from the Mighty Ducks. So he forms a team with his mom. Like he puts on slaps well, on some ice skates on her. And yeah, says, the mom, get out there and go. <laughs> well, no, the mom knows how to skate, so she's going to coach this team even though she really doesn't want to. And Evan tries to get six people together that's the focus of this pilot and they call themselves the don't bothers because of something that the coach says earlier and they're just this terrible team in comparison to the other teams that are being introduced for this new season have you ever noticed that if it's a movie or tv show that's based from the coach's opinion then it's the parents that are always wrong but then if it's from the parents or the kids opinion it's the coach yeah, that's that, always that's, wrong it seems like a weird type of trope so but... like if you get like hooshers the parents are going to be wrong if you get something like Coach Carter, the parents are going to be wrong. Or Friday Night Lights, the parents are usually wrong. But then if you flip that, sometimes you have... Um, Air Bud had both. Yeah. <laughs> there was a bad coach in Air Bud. And then this one has a bad coach. Well, Gordon Bombay is introduced in this episode. And I'm pretty sure that by the end of the season, he's going to be the one coaching the Don't Bothers. So you have the original who's not a bad person. It's just the like, first What do you coach. remember from the original? I don't remember anything. I saw when I was really young. All right. So Gordon Bombay... He gets a DUI, he's a lawyer, and has to coach the kids at a com as his community service. 
After a freak electrical storm hits, he develops superpowers. Bombay can make himself invisible. Kelly I, I can, don't think, I Kelly don't can think. read people's uh, thoughts. Curtis can go back in time. And then Nathan's not sure about what his powers okay, are. Okay, I think that series. you're just taking misfits and you're you're making it different. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's... Okay. No, he, agree, he uh, grows to appreciate his team and then leads the underdogs to win games and eventually is convinced to go try out for his own dreams to become a hockey player. And then he gets injured in, like, the end of i guess in between the first two movies and then he comes back to coach them to win the olympics or something yeah so what's the difference between this and hardball because it feels like it's the same type of well thing. hardball yeah, yeah yeah so what that's a the keanu reeves movie right yeah. there's actually a lot of movies that have like borrowed from this concept you've got rebound which came out in 2005 which was about some high class coach uh, i think martin lawrence played him and then he uh yeah, he gets like kicked off the team, and he has to go coach a smaller scale basketball what was it, team. Was it a family comedy? Yeah, that was a comedy. Then you got the rookie, which has the coach from the baseball team go play baseball halfway through right, because yeah. his team convinces him to. And then you have some like Friday Night Lights type of like good themes. This is a good uh, a um, feel good type show. Yeah, definitely. And if you look back at the original trilogy, you got a lot of big names now. You got Eldon Henson who played Foggy. Uh, Joshua Jackson, who's probably the most famous from The Affair, Dawson's, uh, and then you have Kenan Thompson. Uh, I didn't even know you had Kenan Thompson. Yeah, you did. I, we literally discussed well, yeah, this no, on I the Kenan Thompson I, I, episode. I've, I've forgotten about it. He came in the second movie. He was like some street smart hockey player kid, and he helped the team. Like, Yeah, that's and that's. I think this show kind of takes not inspiration from it, but they keep that same type of character up. Like, There are a lot of kids, and that might be my biggest problem with it, that like speak like they, they're really smart or try to be very... Pretentious? Very, yeah, pretentious. Precocious? Yeah, kind of. And <laughs> but the thing is, you said that the quack attack was like a big podcast, right? They make fun of that in this. They call it the wraparound. It starts off with two kids, and it's at the tryouts for the Mighty Ducks, mm -hmm. and they're doing a podcast literally at the place. From what I've read in the reviews, the Mighty Ducks have turned into this giant team. Like they're a really good team. Yeah, I think, they're the powerhouse team. I think they've won like ten championships. I think that's a line that they say at the very beginning. Yeah. So the people who are now trying out are those who are. It's basically like a travel team. If if you've ever been in one of those like where parents go really hardcore on their yeah. kids making it so like from a very early age they're going to be trying out for college yeah they show that the parent there's like one parent that continually just feeds their kid protein there's others <laughs> that like get mad at other parents if they don't have a good lunch prepared for them when it's their turn and uh also the fact that uh like the coach even says this is not a team to have fun at like we're here to win it reminded me a lot of the harry potter quidditch type things but even more hardcore than that all right but you said you didn't like it in the end why well, just because I felt like the plot was very, very predictable, you can tell where it's going to be going beat by beat every single moment of every single time. And I feel like they didn't even represent the kids that well. There's one funny kid named Logan who like cannot skate at all. And he does this funny hair flip every single time that he's about to put on this uh, helmet. And he has this funny song that happens in the back. But except for that, I didn't feel like I really got to know the characters that well, aside from Evan and uh, well, yeah, basically just and how Evan. do they introduce or bring back Gordon Bombay? Because he 
he's not just hanging around, is he? So, well, yeah, he kind of is. He's on a Zamboni, and uh, what's the ice rink called that he that he works at? I don't know. It was the original one. Okay. Um, but Alex, who's uh, Evan's mom, yes. basically stumbles upon this ice rink because she cannot find a single ice rink that's going to house six people, even though Evan has, for a majority of the episode, a hard time finding six kids to even join because they all want to join the Mighty Ducks or an actual organization. Six seems like a very small number to actually be competing against a big time team well that's the whole entire point like you when because at the very end of the episode the coach of the mighty ducks is introducing all the teams that are going to be playing each other this season and you see like 50 of them like kind like of 50 players or well uh, maybe 50 is a high y- just like a 20, ton of people. 20 30 yeah people yeah. like just all skate out on an ice rink and then there's the overly done joke where the mom at the very end is like actually there's another team and they're not even in uniform and they're having trouble skating out that's another thing the jokes i felt like were really not good um but like you'd think that they would start off maybe with less uh, less competitive league right yeah but i guess maybe you're kind of restricted to what your community has there was a personal bias that alex's mom had because the way in which the coach kind of uh cut out evan was really heartless like he was not nice about it at all and then that's the one the mom goes viral on the viral video because she comes out on the ice not wearing like a tiktok yeah, basically, okay. and she's screaming at the coach, being like, "You don't bother telling my son that he's not good." And, and that's getting a lot of likes. Yeah, well, actually, the whole entire school is making fun of Evan for it. Oh. Yeah, but basically, the way we meet Gordon is when she goes into the ice rink, she sees that someone's on a zamboni, and of course, there's like the whimsical music in the background, and then Gordon jumps off, and then he comes into frame, and I feel like that's supposed to be the moment where the parents are like, "Oh, that's the guy from the original movie." Yeah. Yeah, I think they know going into the series he's going to be here, but yeah, well, they actually bring back a lot of the regular cast for one of the episodes. Right, I think that there's... Do you think they would have been better off, sorry, doing sort of the um, Wet Hot American Summer thing where they actually pretended like the kids from the original were still the age of like six <laughs> years old and then like had them play against all these like 12-year-olds? I think it would have been more entertaining, but yeah, no, that's another thing that's huge. <laughs> Uh, it's 12 to 14 and it's full contact now. So players are 100% like they're kill. almost they can kill each other. <laughs> no, but they're supported in the sense that they can literally just hurt kids. Like yeah. they can throw them in the walls. And Only one things. kid died in there during the filming of this year. I don't think that any kid died. Okay. The filming of this year. Well, that's your facts. <laughs> <laughs> Did you recognize the main kid? No, no, not at all. He's from good boys. So he's, he's, he's high up there. He's got that big money. (laughs) The one that I could not place was Nick, his friend. Like, I know that I've seen that kid from somewhere. I didn't, I really didn't do that much research on, like, who played who. Well, no no matter what. I'm going to respect the kid process. Just like presidents, you don't go, oh, remember Obama? Like, didn't he uh, coach his kid's basketball team? I don't know that. No, he did. Like, I remember um, Malia or one of them were playing basketball and he didn't think the team was doing very well. So he had him and his like secret service guy and they both like decided to take up. And then other families from other, um, other schools got mad that the president wasn't teaching <laughs> their kids. And so he had to stop. Well, the thing that I wish that they did in this, that episode, would have been an interesting TV show. The, the thing I wish that they did in this episode was just had Gordon be the coach because Gordon's like, no, I'm not going to coach your kids at all. I'm just going to give you the ice drink and you pay for it. And that's just going to be the process. But you know that by the end he's going to. And so it almost seems just, I thought kind you'd of, be saying by the end of the episode, he was already teaching no when you think that that would be the case but no it's still alex is going to be teaching the king or sorry the kids and it just doesn't seem like it's it's going as fast as it could be well it is like 10 episodes so they have to spread it out a little bit but we talked a little bit about the good let's get into the some of the bad so the show itself is one last good point the show itself has like an 8.3 on imdb very very nostalgic 
reviews about it. People are very happy with what to, they've come to expect. And that's another thing. I don't remember the movie at all. So people that have seen the movie probably will get that nostalgia feeling. Well, this is the thing. So the person who made the movie, Stephen Brill, who I think if he was a BoJack character would be Brian Krill. I mean, yeah, because they always, yeah, like yeah, John Turtletop. Okay, yeah. anyways, yeah, but he has not had one movie that he's directed that's ever had a good Rotten Tomato score. What's the Mighty Ducks have? The Mighty Ducks are all rotten. Oh, wow. <laughs> they, those are some rotten Then why ducks. are they so famous? Uh, people still like bad movies, I guess. So they're all comedies that he's done, but I'm just going to list off his little thing. And they're not all bad in the sense that if you would see them on TV, you wouldn't watch them and laugh at them. Mm -hmm. But you got Heavyweights, which is the highest rated audience score. It's the only one of the audience scores that he has, which are popcorn or whatever. Which has the actual popcorn standing up. Yeah, 77%. Then you got um, the Mighty Ducks trilogy. We won't get into that. You got Little Nicky, never heard of it. Ready to Rumble, Mr. Deeds, Without a Paddle. Drillbit Taylor, oh, wow, okay. movie 43, oh, uh, no. Walk of Shame, <laughs> The Do-Over, Sandy Wexler, and Hubby Halloween. Wow. So between movie 43, which has a 4%, and The Do-Over, which has a 9%, it's that's pretty bad <laughs> yeah well i don't think that with i think that it's movie, funny that he keeps getting work <laughs> well i think that like i only know knew about four of those movies but all those movies you listed were like considered really, really yeah, i didn't bad. cherry pick those were them basically in order and there's also sort of an infamous tale about the fanboys movie that came out about the star wars right yeah I see yeah that. so apparently he had come in there and re-edited one form and it took like a year out of the process and by the end of it, they had to try to scramble it back to what it was beforehand oh, no. because they tried to remove the cancer plot from it. And then, that's literally the basis of the movie. Yeah, and it, it. it didn't work. So they had to put it all back together. Or the original director did. So, yeah, he's, he's had an interesting past. But it is funny. This does seem to be a very successful show. It has got a high viewership or just in terms of. Yeah, uh, I think it's been like fairly well like it already had hundreds and hundreds of reviews oh, on IMDb, wow. or not reviews but um ratings on imdb which is usually something reserved for the big shows well i just felt like the jokes weren't really that funny to me i felt like again if you're a Would kid be, you're gonna yeah, laugh you're at kid, them yeah but it, and again that's the target audience but to me it just felt like i'd seen all of them done before and all the characters weren't necessarily... So don't expect that. to get your socks blown off. Right, you had Jaden Kobler, who was this kid, I believe, who was in his mom's basement. Were all the kids, like, woke? <laughs> no, no, you'd think that they yeah, would be in the same age, Well, we've seen a lot of shows where they've done that. Well, and also you had characters who were meant to be annoying, but still were even more annoying than they were meant to be. By the very end, Evan is having such a hard time trying to find six players that at lunch, he stands up on a table and basically screams at the whole entire school that he needs players and gives this really impassioned speech. And you have this person who I think is supposed to be Evan's love interest named Sophie, and she's about to stand up because others are standing up to help join his team. Sophie is like the one who actually has experience, right? Right, yeah. At ice skating? Yeah. In yeah. real life? life and in the show yeah no she she's really good and she's on the mighty ducks but she wants to kind of switch teams because she's friends with evan and then one of the kids is about to see this so she so the other kid stands up and is like i am going to throw this gatorade bottle away because you and then like everyone in the school laughs and i was oh, like oh so they did that to embarrass him and stop sophie yeah, from stop leaving sophie. yeah, yeah. Sophie from doing it but it, like it was just so crazy. How, how that kid must have real like 
peripheral. Was able to read, yeah. Yeah, he knew everything that was going on, and then he manipulated the situation. That kid's going somewhere. Well, it was a she, but yeah. Oh, okay, that, and she's then, going somewhere. And the, that, actually, right after that was <laughs> one funny part where she throws the Gatorade bottle away, and then Jaden Copler, who's supposed to be the hockey person, like grabs it like, out of the thin air right before it's about to hit the trash can, and he's like, that's not a cool thing to say. I'm going to join the team. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So why do you think the episode is called Game On? Because they're just I think, yeah, I think it up? because it's about to be the star of the season. Great. Yeah, and then be. also people pointed out that it's kind of depressing that Gordon Bombay, who had sort of a lot of potential, even after yeah. his DUI in the first movie, ended up in the last movie basically giving his nod off saying, well, they're in good hands. And we thought he would go off into the distance and get a good job. and have, But he ends right. up... Yeah, no, I... I even thought of that, even though I hadn't seen the movie. He's just he, he seems kind of depressed. He's eating cake that other people have oh, eaten no. already. He's like uh, out of the trash can. No, not out of the trash can. No, no but it's like a birthday party was held there, and he's deciding to eat the rest of the cake. Mm-hmm. He's like also just he, he doesn't seem that happy. He's in this small little ice rink again. He's on his damn bony doing work when you first see him. It doesn't. I mean, seem... he owns the ice rink. It's not like they cast it. it said, okay, you're gonna be a homeless person now. You're gonna be on the street. You're gonna be a crack addict. Well, it also. <laughs> It also doesn't seem like he has that many people working there. How do you run an ice cream without people working there? Well, there's only one other person who's really there named Wayne or Wade. I couldn't really hear when he basically introduced her. But I think that she might have also been part of the team. I wasn't sure from the original. It seemed like they were trying to kind of make her that way. But the point is, is that, again, there's only really two people that are working there. And the ice rink is not busy at all. Where before Hmm. when Alex... Do you think that the team's going to get so good that they're going to be able to beat the Ducks by the end? That's, well, they're definitely going to make it to the championship. I, I know that for sure. So you think there's a chance they lose? Yeah, there's a chance that they lose. Again, the Mighty Ducks have won 10 championships. So I feel like if you almost say, hey, this team only has six people slap playing in the face. It, Yeah, that'd be like, that'd be, I think, too cliche for this show. So I'm going to guess that they make it to the championship but lose to the Mighty Ducks. And I will also I mean, make... That's actually a popular opinion right now, because a lot of people are like, they would be too predictable if they just won, but, you know. I will also make the prediction that I think they get eliminated before the playoffs, but something happens where, like, one of the playoff teams did something bad, and they're uh, disqualified, and the Mighty Ducks make it into the playoffs. I'll make that There's prediction. only so much, uh, so many stories that can be told, so yeah, you're probably yeah. right. Uh, should we do the DuckTales finale, you think? The 75 minute one <laughs> now I, that we know that it's over i wanted to see that for the longest time when i figured out the cast like ben schwartz and david Tennant. so yeah i mean sure all right and so you would give the mighty ducks though what i give it like a five uh ten five out of ten you yeah. wouldn't watch it again but you'd recommend it to a toddler yeah well yeah to a toddler but i think anyone like below the age of 11 is probably going to also like this all right thanks for listening we'll see you on the next episode bye bye